0: ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Elmore
1: Must Westside 3 good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome to the Union Pub and Grill for the Monday edition. It is The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. For the next hour, we're going to be here live on location. And, of course, you always got to come to the Union Pub and Grill on Monday because the Monday special fifty bottles. You also have the $2 call shots. Best service in the Tri-State. Taylor is back where she belongs behind the bar taking good care of you. So we invite everyone to join us here at 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington for today's Monday special. So, but, of course, we've got a lot to get you caught up on. Busy weekend. And, of course, looking ahead, we're getting that much closer to Marshall football. We've got basketball action in the Bahamas, the Thundering Herd already. Finishing game number one on Saturday, they beat the University of Bahamas one hundred and five to seventy. Now, the Bahamas trip is great because you got all those extra practices and you got some real game time experience You get to put some unexperienced players in you get some kids in that maybe haven 't seen real game time action with this unit. Kind of see what you had. The herd had eleven of their thirteen players in uniform we didn 't see senior guard c j Burks out there he wasn 't out there but The University of Bahamas put up a decent test for the Thundering Herd. Marshall beat them, I thought, easily. Fouls, free throws were a problem for the Thundering Herd. But all in all, I think Marshall just getting over the fact that this is a game they haven't played in a while, maybe a little bit sloppy. It was exciting. Thundering Herd, not many people showing up for this thing, though. It's more for the kids who are participating. There wasn't that big of a crowd. I didn't expect that to happen. Watched it on YouTube. Now, this is... A little different than watching on the SEC Network University of Kentucky who made their trip down, and that's sort of been an event in itself. But again, the SEC Network needing programming, and here it is, an option for uh, fans to be able to see the Wildcats. But you get to see the YouTube stream of this game. I thought that was neat. Now – They're going to be back in action at 5.30 p.m. this afternoon, taking on the NPBA All-Stars. And then on Wednesday, they'll take on the Providence Storm at 6 p.m. So this is going to be a great trip, I think, for the Thundering Herd. looks like already it's been pretty beneficial. So that's going on. And, of course, football. Football has been a – it's been interesting last week. Catching up, uh, the first thing I want to talk about, of course, is Reggie Oliver. We've been following his situation. The good news I'm hearing is, you know, things are better for him. He's still going to be on the shelf for a long time, but it's getting better. So I think everyone who has uh, had well wishes for Reggie, your prayers have been answered. Things are going well from him or better than they were because it was critical for a while. So that was some good news. And and I heard that the prayer vigil went off well at Marshall last week, which was a pretty nice event. And so that is uh, something we can have a sigh of relief. Thank goodness things are going better for Reggie so you, you got to be you got to be happy that that 's happening and then football of course, camp is continuing, and they 're going to switch to some nighttime practices here in the next few days, which works great for me, maybe some of you who haven 't been able to go in the mid afternoon get an opportunity to go see some of the camp week of welcome is happening at marshall and what this is is an opportunity for the university to introduce Marshall and the community to these incoming students, show them everything, teach them about what it means to be Marshall student. And I hear that a lot of students don't like this. And funny thing is I'm hearing from the, the local kids who know everything already. So I'm sure the incoming kids maybe like this a lot, a little bit more than maybe the incoming who or residents of the area. But the week of welcome is here. And so martial practice is going to be adjusted a little bit because of that. So evening practices, great chance for you, though. If you haven't been able to go in the mid-afternoon, you can go. It's a few hours later than normal, but still, it's a great opportunity for you to go check out camp. Uh, I I I was really pleased with what I saw when I checked it out last week. I get an opportunity to go down and haven't been able to go down every day, but... You know, for those who are following along, you know, Grant trailer has been doing great work in the Herald-Dispatch following his reports and you know, just from you know, some anecdotal stuff. It, it looks like things are going well, but we've got an issue here. Just not a, a, a bad one, but still, you hate to hear it. There might be a, a more interesting race in that quarterback hunt because we thought that it was going to be a one-person race. We thought that it was going to be Alex Thomas. The graduate transfer comes in. He's going to take the job. It's going to be his team, his job to lose. But here's the problem. He's had limited work and practice, and they're taking what they're calling a cautious approach because he's got a shoulder injury. That was what ended his 2017 season at Wagner College, and that was just two games in. So now he's limited. The quarterback hunt, however, is probably going to be a few more days than we thought it would be. There's not going to be a declaration tomorrow that, hey, here's our quarterback. But unless Alex can get over that injury, which I'm hoping he does, because I got a feeling this was what was going to make this season go for the Thundering Herd. Alex Thompson coming in was going to be that component that just made this a better season. But He's sidelined right now, so you've got, I'm sure, a great competition going on between Isaiah Green, you've got Garrett Morrell. These are the guys that are going in there doing the work. They're trying to earn their spot. There's an opportunity here. Even though you try to bring a veteran in like Alec Thompson to come in and take over this team, you've got Isaiah Green, you've got Garrett Morrell, and these guys are probably going to be putting everything they can into winning this starting job if there's that opening. And they've impressed so far. I don't know if they're going to be the one to lead this team, at least the way that the thought was when Alex Thompson came in, here's the guy. He's the final component. Don't worry about that Litton guy. He's not here anymore. Don't need to worry about him. Not worried because we've got this Alex Thompson guy. That was sort of the feeling. And now he's limited a little bit. But still, you've got a couple of guys that are out there, and I don't think you're going to have that big of a setback. But I would be worried if I was a fan of this team that just lived and died by everything I heard. But, whoa, wait a minute here. The superstar quarterback, the kid that we're putting the season on, he's not getting that many reps. What's going on? Again, it's early. It's a precautionary maneuver. I'm sure everything's going to be fine. We've got several weeks until the season starts. Miami of Ohio, the first game. And, of course, the thundering hurdle will be at home on September 8th against... Eku, So I think you've got a couple of weeks at least. Uh, if you're worried about what his status is going to be, the Miami game is going to be a little tough. EKU game is going to be a great game. Get him out there, get some repetition if he's okay to go, and then get the other guys in. But I don't think we have a quarterback controversy just yet. Maybe it's an interesting challenge now for the Thundering Herd to, to get on this uh, quarterback situation just to make sure you have the guy. Here he is. This is our guy. We're going to go with him. But at the same time, you've got Green. you got Morrell. These guys are getting some, I'm sure, meaningful time making the most of it. So at least that means the quarterback position, one, two, and three, I think you're going to have a little bit more experience than you might have if you declared one guy the winner early on. So busy, of course, at the Thundering Herd uh, camp. Camp's going on right now. That's going to change to the evening hours in the next few days as, again, the week of welcome happening at Marshall. I did not have the week of welcome when I was at Marshall. I don't think I would have attended. I hear it's a requirement. I think I would have skipped out on that. I went to orientation. I got my catalog, and they are going to give us a tour of some of the places on campus, and I'm sitting here thinking, I know where all this stuff's at. Right? Is that the feeling here? I know where this is. Okay, here's Old Main. I know where that's at. Okay, here's the Henderson Center. All right, I know where the library's at. I know this. Here's a, here's the towers. Okay, good. I'm good. Thanks. Appreciate it. We're going to take our first break. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill. It's 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. The Monday special, $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots. We'll take your phone calls. Uh, I hear a little controversy going on right now between uh, f- some of the former football players and maybe not the athletic department, but there's a feeling that, Maybe some of these guys are still not getting their due. That's right. The columnist has uh, struck again. We'll talk about that when we continue here on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
0: Now back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Always on Monday, the specials are $1.50 bottles, $2.00 call shots. I think it's the best deal in the Tri-State. And, of course, you get Herb's great personality. He's here on a Monday. What more can you ask for? The Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. So I'm off last week, and I've got some reading to catch up on. And, of course, I always go to the columnist. My man, Chuck Landon, always doing something that's uh, worth reading. And I laugh at a lot of people who get riled by him sometimes because he's doing his job. He is a columnist. That means he has opinions, and he has a lot of them. And I know some of you agree with a lot of what he says, and some of you don't agree. But I just laugh sometimes when people get riled up by him. Because he's doing exactly what he's paid to do. He is eliciting a response from you. And his latest one, I've I've been kind of following this one a little bit on social media. This one, I'm going to open the phone lines up for you at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Do you think Marshall is doing enough to take care of the older football players? Or should they do anything at all? Because the article I was reading from Chuck yesterday, and he was talking to, I mean, I think one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever played at Marshall University. I mean, I am a big fan of what that 1992 team did, and I'm a big fan of that whole era of 90s. But you've got a guy, Michael Payton, who kind of feels like, hey, I'm kind of forgotten here. You, you guys really don't think about me much and you're not really giving me the love is what I was feeling from when I was reading what Mr. Landon wrote in the Herald-Dispatch because I'm calling him Mr. Landon, the good guy. So Michael kind of feels like that guy's like himself, people in that Jim Donnan era. I mean, maybe even Randy Moss kind of feeling like um, they don't feel the love. They're not feeling it. They kind of feel like uh, they don't get – They're just due. And he's a guy who, one, I hate that he feels that way because he is a reason why Marshall has a national championship. Marshall won the 1AA national championship when he was a quarterback in 1992. He also won the Walter Payton Award. That's the best 1AA player in the nation. That's the highest honor you can receive trophy-wise as a 1AA player. That's a big deal. And so... He's kind of feeling like maybe I'm not getting the love here. Now, I don't think he's asking for much, right? He's not out on the streets yelling on top of his lungs like, hey, you guys don't love me. You're not doing anything for me. But I know he's had a problem in the past because, well, maybe he's wanted to drop by a game now and then, and he's asked for tickets, and he's been told, you can buy them. Now, is that the right response? That's my first question to you. Is that the right response? Now, I understand he's getting taken care of a little bit better now, but if a former football player calls up and says, hey, I'd like to come to the game. Can you hook me up with a couple of tickets? What should the right response be? Because there are a lot of former players who donate to the Big Green. There are a lot of former players who give money to the university. There are a lot of former players who pay for their season ticket package, and they think nothing of it. Right? And then there's some players who maybe feel like, hey, I put a lot into this university. You know, Why can't I call up and get a pair of tickets now and then? And I understand you can't just hand out tickets to everybody, right? Because you start handing out tickets, all of a sudden it decreases the value of the ticket. And I always talk about that when it comes to Huntington Blizzard Hockey because for a while they were just handing tickets out right and left. Hey, come see our product. Come see our product. Come see our product. And then it got to a point where all of a sudden they weren't handing that stuff out anymore and you had to pay for it. And then a lot of people who were living off those free tickets all of a sudden stopped and went, wait, wait a minute, I got to pay for this now? Yeah, you got to pay for this now. And I kind of feel like you devalue the product sometimes when you give out a multitude of tickets. Now, I don't know how many guys are actually calling up and asking for tickets. Yeah, I don't know if they're getting like 15, 20, 30 guys a week. Hey, I, I need some tickets. Can you hook me up to the game? And so the f- fracture, I think, between these guys is that they don't feel like maybe they're appreciated enough. Like, hey, all I'm doing is calling. I'm trying to get a couple of t- tickets. Can I get a couple of tickets? Yes, I'd come to the game. And he said in the column that Chuck wrote that in the early 2000s, it was like you didn't even play martial football. There were times I called down there, and they'd say, you're an alumni. You can purchase tickets. Now, he – said so in himself when he's talking to Chuck that he's not looking for a handout but he's saying "Hey, a ticket or two for an ex-player doesn't seem out of the realm of being something that should be provided by the school that's direct from the column that Chuck wrote and so some of the other guys are kind of feeling like hey if they're going to treat you that way how are we going to fare because you're the guy you're the quarterback and I do think sometimes that he gets forgotten because he's not Chad Pennington And for a lot of you, Marshall football began with Chad Pennington. Now, for a lot of us, Marshall football began way before that. But it feels like Marshall football in a lot of people's timeline is plane crash, Chad Pennington. And maybe the Young Thundering Herd. Plane crash, Young Thundering Herd, that time frame, Chad Pennington. And sometimes you forget that Marshall was in the 1AA playoffs for several years, that Marshall was able to win it in 92 and then again in 96. And then you think to yourself, well, why isn't this guy getting remembered more? I mean, after all, Marshall didn't win any football championships. I'm talking championships, not conference titles. I'm talking championships, an NCAA championship until 1992 when they won that championship game. It was an exciting game. I was lucky to be there, got to watch it. And I will always remember how excited I was to be a student at Marshall University, and that happened. I mean, I had a couple classes with with Peyton. He was in the MUL for a couple of things over at the campus radio station. So I, I saw him around. He was a good dude then. He's a good dude now. And so he's feeling a little slighted. And I'm trying to figure out, what is this disconnect here? Why are some of these former players, why are they still feeling that there's a disconnect? What is it that's going to make them feel like the university appreciates them more? Or is this really not a problem? Is this maybe just a perceived problem? It's something that is not truly a problem, that just a few guys may be upset about something. And so they take it out. They express themselves. And we're talking about just the fact that, okay, I can't get a couple of tickets. I mean, I won you a 1AA championship. I can't get a couple of tickets. And there's also talk of retiring numbers. And that's a different subject altogether, and we're going to go over that next break because I agree we should honor a lot of these guys, but I don't know if we start retiring numbers. There's better ways to do this than retiring numbers. Back to Michael Payton for a second. I mean, yeah, he's a big deal. He's a big deal. He should be treated like a big deal. He's in the College Football Hall of Fame. Raise your hand if you're in the College Football Hall of Fame. I doubt most of you are because it's hard to get into the College Hall of Fame. Herb, are you in the College Football Hall of Fame? No? No, but when you're talking about numbers, there's one that's always forgotten. Okay, what's the numbers for forgotten? Carl Lee. Hey, that's a good point. We forget Carl Lee. He played. He did a lot for this university, right? I completely agree. I get a mic Herb up sometimes. I need to just have like a wireless mic on you, Herb, so you can just join in anytime, just comment when I'm talking. But, yeah, older guys are kind of feeling like they're slighted a little bit. And where is that coming from, and how do you make it right? Just giving a guy a couple of tickets, is that a big deal? Or does that lead to something like, okay, if we get to give you tickets, we're going to give everybody tickets, and all of a sudden, guys are just going to expect free tickets anytime they call up. And I understand, you want to feel like you're appreciated, but from the university standpoint, I'm sure this is a very slippery slope here because they don't want to just hand those things out. Now, they haven't been selling out. Let's put that into perspective here. They haven't been selling the stadium out. So there's not a situation where we just don't have the tickets to give you. There are tickets. But is this... Part of a bigger problem. Does Marshall have a problem with some of their older players, a certain error? Or is this maybe a perceived slight? I'm kind of curious. Open the phone line up for you, 877-420-TALK, 877 8255 We're here at the Union Pub and Grill. We've got more on the way. We'll talk about those numbers being retired when we continue right here on The Drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
0: Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: That's right. We are driven today by the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Welcome back. Monday specials, $1.50 bottles, $2.00 call Chuck. Hey, the kitchen's open as well. I'm excited about that. So the kitchen's open. Herb's here today. He's got all hands on deck. It is the Monday Union Pub and Grill special, we invite you to come down and join us as well. Our phone number, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Let us go to Jones. He's checking in from Huntington. Go ahead, Jones. You're on the drive.
0: I think I've got a solution to the problem.
1: Okay, hit me with it.
0: Do you know if they still give the active players tickets to every game for their family? Now, I know they used to do that back in the day, and I'm just thinking they still do that. Do you have any
1: idea? I think they still have uh, make situations available, tickets available for family. I, I'd have to get okay. uh, just to confirm that, but I do believe that is a practice that still, if family wanted to get tickets to go to see their son play, they would get tickets. I don't think that would be a problem.
0: Now, and I back in the day, they used to give them to every player, and it ended up... You know, they ended up, I don't know, just giving them away to people and it wasn't for family. We should cut down on the number that the active players get and make sure that these alumni players, you know, have been with the program before and did all these great things. We need to do uh, something for them, you know, get some of those tickets for them. And then something else, and I'm not a big Bengals fan, but I did go to a game last year. And one of the things that they do is they have an alumni player autograph place where you can go get, you know, player autographs. Now, if these guys come to the game, show them love. Give them a place where we can get autographs and stuff. Because a lot of these players, the young kids, haven't even seen or heard of. And I think that'd just be a good thing.
1: I'd be down with that. You know, bring players back who are meaningful to Marshall football fans and have an opportunity to maybe meet them, get some autographs from them. I've seen that happen at Bengals game. I remember last year I was at the Bengals game, and they had some of their uh, honored players because they were honoring players last year because of their 50 years of being a franchise. So there were some previous uh, Bengals players that were on hand. You wanted to talk to them, get autographs. They had events all around them. I don't think there's a problem with that. Bring, maybe, bring a group of guys back every home game just to honor some of these guys. I don't know what the criteria would be, but if there were some special herd players, you can bring them back. That would be great. That would be another way to just get the university to interact with some of their former players and at the same time the fans get an opportunity to interact with some of these guys that they used to watch and they were their heroes. So, yeah, that's a great idea.
0: And can I put my two? about retiring numbers? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I don't think we should because we have a problem right now. If you go to a game, they dress out, what, 100 players per home game? And some of those guys wear double numbers. If we start retiring the numbers, sooner or later we're going to end up not having enough numbers for the team. No.
1: I agree with that. No. I completely agree. You're making a point for me that I wanted to make here, and I'll just do it now, that there are so many reasons why I don't think retiring the number is the right way to go, Because, and that's one of the problems. You can ask anyone who deals with logistics. If you retire too many, then all of a sudden you're going to run short on numbers. And, yes, numbers are important to a player, but is it really that big of a deal to retire a number instead of honoring that player. And, Jones, we appreciate the phone call. Thanks for checking in. Here is the deal. If you want to honor, I think, a lot of these guys, don't retire their number. Instead, universities have done this for a long time, and Marshall should do it as well. There needs to be a ring of honor concept, a time to honor these guys. You want to put some player names up on this press box and honor them, honor their number, honor them, that's a great way to do it. Put them in the ring of honor, and that would be a level higher than, for football at least, this will be a level higher than the Hall of Fame. Now, it's important for everyone to get into the Hall of Fame. If you're an athlete at Marshall and you have a significant contribution to the athletic program at the university, that's a great place for you to end up. And for a lot of these student-athletes, that's probably going to be the last place that they get to go to be honored for what they did, for people to see what they're about, what their contributions were, and for us to remember them. I mean, that's a great idea. And I hope that they eventually expand the Hall of Fame because I think they're going to run out of space eventually. I'd like to see that thing a little bit bigger. But, again, here I am spending Mr. Hamrick's money. I'm sure I'll get a note about that. But back to the main point here. I think a ring of honor is a better concept because you are looking at a situation where you can honor as many players as you need to, and you don't have to worry about numbers. It's not about numbers. Is it more important to retire Randy Moss's number or to honor Randy Moss? What's the more important aspect here? His number? I didn't root for Randy Moss's number. I rooted for Randy Moss. So if we're going to honor Randy Moss... Yeah, we can honor his number, but we don't need to retire it. I think it's not as big of a deal to retire the number as is to honor him. And I would set the criteria high. And, you know, I'm okay with the criteria possibly being the Pro Football Hall of Fame. If you want to have that be the, the criteria, then Michael Payton's in. Randy Moss, Troy Brown, Mike Barber, all those guys. And if you haven't read yet, go back and read Chuck Landon's column. Some good stuff there. But Gunnar Gasky, he's up there. You can retire those guys. All right, here they are. Retire them, but you're not retiring their number. You're honoring them. So that's a criteria. But aren't there some guys who haven't uh, maybe made that college football Hall of Fame pinnacle that you want to consider? Of course, throw a Chad Pennington in there. Where does he fall into this? I'm sure eventually he's up there, right? What about Carl Lee? We talked about him a few minutes ago. That's again, that's the great thing about coming to the Union Pub and Grill. Even while doing the show, I've got Herb making me aware of things and reminding me of things. So there are several options here, but you have to have some standards. And this has got to be very special. It's gotta be a high criteria because you don't want to just retire somebody because hey, They did a good job here. This has got to be really special. And i got to break myself retiring. We're honoring. We're honoring these players. And if that means putting their name and number up on the press box and having a big ceremony for them, making them feel good, letting them know that they're appreciated and that they're going to be remembered, I mean, that's great right there. How many of you look up the rafters? How many of you look up at the Henderson Center and the rafters and, and see that stuff? How many of you? Not many. How many of you? All right, we're going to take our next break. We'll come back, and we'll take your phone calls, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. we will get more on the way. It's The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930.
0: You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930
1: you live from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington, where today the dollar fifty bottles and $2.00 call shots are the special. It's always the special. It's, it's the most dependable thing in Huntington. You have death and taxes as two of the most dependable things ever in your life, right? We can always depend on having to pay taxes. We know we're all going to, at one point in our lives, not be live. And, of course, the Monday special. All right, maybe that's not the most cheerful with that, but there it is. We've been talking a little bit about tickets, how to handle that situation. We've been talking about honoring players, and I think that's the concept to go. Ring of Honor, and you honor these players and give them an opportunity to be appreciated, right? You get into the, It should be automatic. There should be no debate. If you get into the College Football Hall of Fame, and now how many of players is that going to happen to at Marshall? What's the percentage here? It's gonna be pretty tough, right? Gotta to be significant. Randy Moss was significant. Chad Pennington's probably a guy that I would want up there, so if he gets into the College Football Hall of Fame, yeah. All right, put him in, put him on the ring. Or whatever we're gonna call this. I don't wanna to, wanna to call it a ring of honor. It's been called Ring of Honor elsewhere. But this would be a way to honor these football players separate from the Marshall Hall of Fame. Because the Hall of Fame is all encompassing and it's probably the highest honor right now, but the football players feel or there are a few people who feel that retiring numbers, that should be the pinnacle for these guys. Okay, but there's a better way to do it. Instead of just putting the number up there and saying nobody else can use that number, instead we put their number up there and honor them. Who's to say that we don't get another great player wearing that number? I mean, if you get a whole bunch of guys you want to put up there, you're going to run out of numbers. There are not that many numbers. You want to have like three digit numbers on the back of jerseys because you've run out of numbers? Think about it. What if I'm a kid who's coming to Marshall here and, okay, hey, can I get that number? No, I'm sorry. We've retired that and 25 other numbers, so your choices are limited. Okay. That's disappointing. Now, I get it. You want to honor those people. I get that completely. And it's not as if we're not wanting to honor anyone. It's just that there's a way to do it. I think that would be significant. You set the criteria high. That way it means something. I don't think just anybody gets this. This isn't one of those situations where, okay, you are a good player. We liked you. You're a good guy. And, yeah, you're in the Marshall Hall of Fame, but, you know, we're going to throw this in, too. No, this isn't like an add-on. This isn't an extra. I go to Taco Bell and I get an extra burrito thrown into the box meal. No, it's not like that. It's a situation where you're trying to honor these players who have reached the pinnacle, the ultimate pinnacle. College Football Hall of Fame, I think, is it. Where else is there? You can talk about individual awards. Sure, you've got players who can win Trophies for their accomplishments. But at the end of the day, if you're put into the Hall of Fame, that means someone thought you were significant and deserved to be remembered and to be honored and to be enshrined. So, if you want to hang numbers up, come down here to the Union Pub and Grill. We got jerseys, all kinds of numbers. You want to see numbers hang up in the rafters and you want to see numbers on the wall? We got numbers all over the place here. I'm sure I can talk Herbie into clearing out uh, this little area here. We'll put some numbers up here. We'll put Randy's number up here, up on the wall. You can come in. There it is. We can put his number up on the wall. Who else's number? We can put Michael Payton's number up here as well. I mean, it's not the number. It's the individual. That's what we got to remember here. 304-399-8255 is our local number. Toll free is 877-420-8255. If you want to be a part of the program, so retiring numbers, honoring players, I mean, something should be done. I don't think anyone's against that. And another thing, does a guy like Randy Moss even want to come back anytime soon? Maybe when he gets into the College Football Hall of Fame, maybe then you, you start planning that. I mean, he's already come about other things, but are we talking about retiring someone's number? I would make sure that they're going to be here. I would make sure that they would be here for the ceremony. And that's another thing. It's very tough sometimes to get people's schedules to match up. And that's a rule. You've got to be here for the Hall of Fame if you're inducted. Now, unless uh, you're no longer with us here, you've, you, they want to present the honor to you. This isn't a situation where, hey, we've honored you, and then you get TO'd. You don't, you don't have that. I mean, that's an upfront thing. Hey, look, we'd like to have you here. And I'll get Woody back on one day. He can speak to that a little bit more since he's uh, actually in with the committee. He is part of that. He knows what's the right and wrong answer here to this. But that's part of it. You bring these people back because you want to honor them. You don't just arbitrarily put something up and say, hey, we're going to retire your number, and the guy doesn't show up. How embarrassing would that be? Hey, we're going to retire your number. We can't get the guy to show up. And I'm not saying anybody wouldn't show up, but – that's the point of these ceremonies, and that's the point of these things. You're honoring people completely. All right, I think we've talked enough about that. Unless you want to jump in at eight seven seven four two zero, 420 talk 877-420-8255. So is this, uh, is this the list? We're talking about the Hall of Fame. Is, is this the list? Are these the guys? Troy, Randy, Mike Barber. Are these the guys we're going to put in? Moss, is this it? This is the list. Is the criteria too high? Because honestly, can you imagine a ring of honor or whatever that is we call without a Carl Lee? Tell me you don't honor that guy. Tell me you don't. Tell me why that guy doesn't deserve that honor. And then can you imagine a ring of honor without a Chad Pennington. Whatever the criteria is, Chad needs to be an automatic. Because he's, what, one or two on the Mount Rushmore of Marshall quarterbacks? And, yeah, I know I'm I'm qualifying that here, the Mount Rushmore of Marshall quarterbacks. That likes to go around a lot. Hey, who's your Mount Rushmore of Marshall athletes? Well, Pennington's in the argument. And then... We've got to make sure the criteria, though, is strong enough to make sure this means something. So when you see these guys' numbers up there that we're going to honor Pennington, Peyton, Moss, Troy Brown, Mike Barber, right next to Gunnar Gasky, Carl Lee. And there's a, another person. Again, I'm going to mic you next week, Herb. What about Byron Leftwich? Where does he fit in this? Is he going to get into the College Football Hall of Fame? Where's his um, place among this? And that's another guy. I mean, we talk about him, but we don't. We don't mean to slight him because, again, he was as, as important as Chad. I thought so anyway. He was in a very important part of Marshall football. So, all right, now we're honoring Peyton, Chad, Byron. Who else is on this thing? And then if we start retiring those numbers – We're gonna run out of numbers, so again, you got to honor these guys, but you got to find a way that's gonna work for everybody, and you got to do it. Make sure it's a special event. Make sure it's a big deal, and so we got to make sure who do we want to put up there. What the criteria is, because I'm sure there are a lot of guys might get their feelings hurt because they did some good things here and maybe missed the cut. We're here today at the Union Pop and Grill. You can join us by calling 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We appreciate you being here today with us. Uh, back on the Monday edition, it's been a couple weeks. Oh, by the way, i got to thank my man Woody Woodrum for being here last week. It was a surprise for everyone. He shows up over here like like it's been every day a year ago where he just rolled in on a Monday, came in, started doing the show. It was fun. That was fun. I was, I was glad that he could do that. And uh, definitely need to get him back to do that with me a little bit more. Maybe I can get him down here to come to the Monday show. I mean, it's the worst retirement ever for the guy. Again, he's retired, but yet I think I see him hearing more now than I did when I was working with him every day. But that was fun, getting back to come down. See, let's get him to come back on the show. Let's get him to come back on the show. So I appreciate him. Uh, Bill Cornwell, got to thank that guy as well, taking care of me last week. And uh, Adam Rogers taking care of us um, here. And make sure that uh, I had a few days off before football season because it's coming. September 1st, Marshall taking on Miami of Ohio. And then on September 8th, I'm going to see all of you down at Jones C. Edwards Stadium back on the stage. I understand. I'm going to be back on the stage. They've made the stage bigger and better because the last year – musical acts that we had was fun it was starting to feel like a real tailgate wasn't it had live entertainment it was good entertainment I mean Herb was dancing in the parking lot right no yes, yes. okay he was <laughs> again I gotta mic you I, I gotta translate for okay what do you got here look at this okay you are getting Again, this is like a, a little hall of fame in itself in here. He's got a copy of this is a yearbook or this is a copy of the part. This is the Parthenon. Uh, this is a Parthenon from January 1906. So this is a, one of the few documents that predates Woody Woodrum. <laughs> nice. You get that frame. Wow. I kind of I kind of feel like I don't need to touch that anymore. And then this is um, what is this? Um, this is a um, this was printed by Cook Printing Company. Okay, this is um, – I'm trying to describe this here. What do you call this? Uh, Marshall yesterday, today, tomorrow. Opportunities at Marshall from the table of contents. Why I should go to college. Teachers college. College of Arts and Sciences. Counseling. Okay. So this is sort of almost like a recruitment guide. That's pretty nice. When was this published? You know – has got the the John Marshall logo on the back as well. See, I'm trying to describe this stuff. It's really just a tease for you to come down and see everything that Herb has got in his collection, the Union Pub and Grill and Marshall Museum. That's going to do it for this edition of the show. We will be back here next Monday, but back in studio tomorrow for our producer, Gabriel Sellers. I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for joining me on this Monday edition live on the road here at the Union Pub and Grill on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.